my list. All right, so for, to start off, I'm going to say this. Julio Jones, for me this year, is not in the top five. He's number six. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Basic Instinct Podcast. I'm a young, black, and gifted host, Aaron Lino, here with a really good friend of mine, Evan Gilbreth. How you doing, bro? Doing all right. Doing good? Yeah. I kind of Am I in the camera? Yeah. You good? Um, yeah, you brought up a, a, an idea this week in the group chat. You wanted to put a put together, you know, a top 10 wide receivers list. Um, I'm not really big on lists because I always feel like somebody gets slighted, somebody gets yeah, like, knocked off. Yeah. I mean, sometimes but, there's lists that are like definitive, and then other ones it's like, ah. yeah, there's there's certain certain lists that are like, um, like I feel like, or like there's some lists where it's like the top like five or six are like okay, and then once it gets down to like that bottom half of the top ten, it's like ugh, you could put anybody there, right? Yeah. So it's like, damn. So, uh, you want to start off with your list first? Uh, no, I actually want you to go. You want me to go first? Yeah. All right. My list. All right. So for, to start off. I'm going to say this. Julio Jones, for me this year, is not in the top five. He's number six. It's just Atlanta, they're not playing well. And, you know, he's still putting up numbers, but he just seems uh, – I'll get into him in a minute. He just doesn't seem like he's the primary target on that team. I'm going to just go through the list, and then I'll go through explanations after. Um, number 10, I got Adam Thielen. Are you going from 10 to 1? Yeah, going to 10. I'm going from the bottom up. Ten, I got Adam Thielen. Nine, I have Mike Evans. Robbie Anderson is my number eight spot. Seven is Tyreek Hill. Julio's number six. Stephon Diggs is number five. Uh, why my computer just start to freeze? Those Adobe. Adobe tripping on my thing. Let me pull it up on my um. Pull it up on my. Oh, there, go. there you go. It's. Yes, yeah, Adobe is updating on my laptop. Adobe. Um, yeah, Stephon Diggs is my number five spot. Devontae Adams, number four. DeAndre Hopkins, number three. Michael Thompson, num- Michael Thomas, number one. I mean, number two, DK Metcalf, number one. You want to put your, your list up, and then we can go into, like, explaining why we put people where? Yeah, so I'll go from 10 to 1 like you did. Uh, start off with some honorable mentions, though. Mm-hmm. I got Adam Thielen, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and A.J. Brown. Okay. Honorable mention. Usually, sometimes they kind of fluctuate, but I think this year I got them as outside of the top ten, just outside of it. So, number ten is Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. I got number nine, Amari Cooper. Number eight, Keenan Allen. Seven, Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. just like you. Uh, six, DK Metcalf. Six? Because uh, I, I, I went, like, more – I out. let me – right. Yeah, yeah, just go Number through, five yeah. is Devontae Adams. Four, Stephon Diggs. Three, Julio Jones. Two, DeAndre Hopkins. And one, Michael Thomas. Okay. So the reason my DK Metcalf is at six is only because I don't want to – like, you put him at number one, and, like, maybe, like, right now as we speak, okay. Right, yeah. But I, I kind of mixed recency bias with a little bit of just in general and everybody's healthy, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, if DK Metcalf does, like, what he's doing this year, next year, all right. You know what I'm saying? But it's his first – it's, like, his breakout year. I don't want to put him at number one in his breakout year, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, that, ma- that makes sense to me. M- this is, like my, – my list is pretty much current, is pretty much – what's going on right now mm-hmm. um i can get into the list of, of the reasons why i put who where um i'll go from the top actually now that i got my list already up dk metcalf i put number one just he's top three in yards receiving yards top three in, in touchdowns and yards per catch and and um uh, yards per game like he's getting he's he has 788 receiving yards eight touchdowns 18.3 yards per catch and per game is 98.5 yards per game. Uh yeah, and he's, you know, he's 6'4, 235 running a 4'3, and he's only 22 years old. Yeah. Like he's he to me, a lot of people are saying he looks like he's a baby, bro. He, he, like they're saying they, you know, the comparisons are, you know, Megatron, some TO. I, I think he's like a perfect mix between those two. Yeah. Like I just, I think he's more To after the catch and right more Megatron athletic as, as like size and speed. Yeah, it's just I just I'm excited to see what they're able to do with him in Seattle for the future. He's he 
shown to be a private well a franchise receiver and you know they're going to hold on to him for as long as they can hopefully he's there for his whole career you know i just i just love what i'm seeing from him you know if that defense were better you know what i mean even a little bit good. like man if they could just play de- if they could just defend the pass somehow some way then they would be the clear favorites in the nfc in my opinion but it's just you know that defense is just terrible uh, number two, I put Michael Thomas. He only played two two games this season. That's the only reason why I can't definitively put him at number one. Um, like I said, this list is pretty much uh, what's going on right now, in my opinion. But we all know how great he is. He's been number one for the last, what, two seasons? Yeah. Um, and we know the impact that he brings to the Saints. So He gets a lot of hate, though, which is weird. It, I think it's – People just know. talk about, like, he only runs slants. But there was actually a crazy stat. Like, if he didn't run slants mm-hmm. the whole season, he would still – last season, he would have still led the league in yards by, like, like he 300 led, yards. Right. He he led the league in receiving, in receiving yards, yards by over – I think it was over 300 yards. Yeah. Like, 300, 400 – like, damn near 400 yards. Like, Michael and, Thomas And broke is, the single-season catch record. Dude is crazy. He He's crazy. He's clearly the best. I didn't even know he was from out here. And he's from – he's from L.A. I didn't even know he was from, he was from out here. Yeah. But that that's dope. Uh, yeah, he's, he's – His uncle is Chris Carter, I think. Yeah, yeah. They're related. Yeah, and, you know, the Saints, they're pretty much – it's looking like the Saints because – They're not like the, the same without him. Yeah, they're not the same without him, but – even without him, they're still able to put points on the board. But it's just like I think the Saints, this is their best chance at getting to the Super Bowl this year. They got, you know, their, their, the clear competition would be the Buccaneers. We just seen what they did to them. And yeah. they beat them week one, too. Yeah, 2-0. So now yeah, the, the Buccaneers cannot win the division. Can't, can't win the division. Unless the Saints lose out, which right. won't happen. I don't think that'll happen either. Um, you know, and Seattle. It's, it's Seattle – their defense is terrible. You know, Green Bay in the NFC, they got they got a chance to do something, but I just don't think Aaron Rodgers has enough help at the receiver position. Um, number three, I got D Hop. He's top five in yards, uh, seven hundred thirty four um receiving yards, um, three touchdowns. He's been top three receiver in the league for the last what, four years, something like that, four or five years. He's been balling. Every year he's been in the league, really. He just negotiated his own contract, so that that puts some weight on that, man. You know, it's, you know, $54.5 million contract extension. He's getting over $20, $25 million a year, so it's like. It's quarterback money. Yeah, bro bro, bro, doing his thing. Hats off to him. <laughs> right. Um, I can go on my laptop now. It's not freezing anymore. Devontae Adams is my number four receiver. Uh, number one in. In yards per game, 112 and a half yards per game, bro. Stupid. That's because he had two back-to-back games. He had like 170 plus. Right, bro is balling. You know, um, and he gets the most receptions per game, almost nine receptions oh, yeah. a game. He's only, the only target. He's there. The, yeah, he got it's him and Valdez Scantling. That's pretty much the weapons that uh, Aaron Rodgers got. Um, top three in, in scoring touchdowns, eight uh, on the year so far. Um, top ten in receiving yards this year as well, six hundred seventy five. Um, yeah, the you know primary weapon for Aaron Rodgers, number one in the NFC North. Um, Stephon Diggs was a, he's exactly what Buffalo needed to get them over the hump, in my opinion, to get them into, um, you know, contending for a championship. Because basically, if you looked at Buffalo, like the last year, they they were able to score, but they just didn't have like a primary outside receiver, and he's been balling for him. Balling. He leads I mean, the league in yards. Leads the league in yards and reception, like eight hundred thirteen yards, sixty three receptions, top five in yards per game, um, ninety. Um, uh, you know, they about you know the Bills about to win <laughs> the AFC East. Uh, I was wrong about that. I said that last week, but you know, it yeah. The, Stephon Diggs makes the other receivers better because right know, because Cole Beasley and John Brown are doing good. They ball, they all balling over there. They just he he's exactly what Buffalo needed. Um, Julio's my my number six spot. The reason why I put Julio number six, um, he's top five. Let me ring off his his accolades so far. He's top five in yards per game, ninety uh, almost ninety one and a half. 
Um, top 15 in, in receiving yards this season, this season 638. Um, but in my opinion, it doesn't look like he's, like, the primary target. I know he gets doubled a lot, so, of course, he's not going to get open as much. But if you think about it, what's stopping Devontae Adams from getting, like, he's getting, he's still getting targets, even though, you know, he's the primary weapon on, on Green Bay. Um of course, he doesn't get as much attention as Julio does because Julio is – he is a, a better – Right. He's just a freak of nature. He is a better uh, receiver. But, um, you know, Calvin really is getting a lot of – a lot more targets than than um, than Julio, and he has more touchdowns. He has 12 more um, 12 more targets. He has double the amount of touchdowns that Julio has. Julio has three. Julio never gets touchdowns, though. Yeah, it, but – it's weird for somebody his size to just right. Never, like it's, how he, I don't know how often that, he doesn't get double digit right. Like he he hasn't scored as much since that Super Bowl run that they had. Like and even then he only had like seven touchdowns that year. Right. So yeah, it's it's kind of weird. That's that's on I think that's on coaching and mm-hmm. you know quarterback connection. Him and Matt Ryan, but um, like bro, he's six four too. Like if you don't right. just throw it up to him in his own. Yeah. Yeah. Like what is the point? You gotta. You, you, I I don't really see him get goal line touchdowns. A lot of his touchdowns he gets like. Yes, on the, the run, has to yeah, score create, them. yeah, yeah, a run after catch, yeah, um, strange, yeah, and he, yeah, Calvin really has more, you know, Calvin really, really good too. Yeah, Calvin, Calvin really is—he's my honorable mention. I don't have an honorable mention list like a couple people. Yeah, could I think put he on could, there. I think he could be a number one on a bad team. I think he can be an, oh uh, yeah, or I like an he, average team. On a, yeah, on a on a yeah on a on an average team. I don't think he can be a number one on a contending team unless like unless they're just that good. unless he unless it's somewhere like. The Ravens or something like that. Ravens above Calvin Ridley. Yeah, that'd be that'd be cold because you know what they can do on the run on the ground. Um, so yeah, Calvin really even my honorable mention. Tyreek Hill, we all know what the hell he could do. The most explosive receiver it was hard. in the yeah, league. Tyreek Hill and Keenan Allen was a hard. I left Keenan Allen off my list because we ain't winning nothing. Like, I mean, yeah, but also that, six, that's not bro. like a super receiver. Like it's not like you know. Like you can be a good receiver and your team is still suck. Yeah, but I just I that's like it's because the list is so hard to do. Like I kind of had to take different things into consideration. Mm. So that was one of them. I just you know I just had to. Cause like see you put like Mike Evans in your number nine. Uh huh. Not to foreshadow or anything, but <clears throat> but like and his team is winning, but he's not producing that well. Right. Outside but, but of touchdowns. Yeah. Which I mean, those because matter, you know he's he's a red zone target. Mm. He's like. They like Atlanta, but it's do weird because he's not gonna break it. I don't think he's gonna get a thousand yards this year. He gets a thousand yards. He's had a thousand yards every season in his right. league. I don't think he will either. Cause and then especially them adding AB, so he's gonna get less yeah. touches. He'll probably he just, he's a he's a red zone threat for them. He's gonna get a lot of touchdowns in the red zone. But I think that kind of, I, I I more or less sucks for him. I mean, it depends on the way he look at it. He might just I be mean, like, he might hey, just I want to win finally. Right, yeah, he want to win finally, and he doesn't have to like. Do his, he ain't gonna gotta really like. I mean, he of course he's still gonna lock in, but he like the he knows in the red zone that's my time to shine. Yeah, and he's gonna have a couple games where he just goes crazy. Right. Yeah. He's gonna yeah just naturally just because he's that good. Yeah. Um, Tyreek Hill, like I said, explosive. Um, number one in touchdowns, nine on the year. Uh, <laughs> broke his two a game. Broke his. He has one the game so far. Pretty much, if like you know, at the this is. He we just he's just he's just a freaking nature. Just how fast he is, the most explosive receiver in the league. And then mixing him in with, you know, the damn near the strongest arm in the league. With and Andy you can't Reed, double him. You can't double him because there's too much speed on the on the yeah, field. Nicole Hartman, Sammy Watkins, Travis yeah, Kelsey. Bro, now they got Le'Veon Bell. Man. So Tyreek Hill's just living in a world of his own. Yeah, it's just He loves it there. Right. Yeah. He he chilling. He big chilling. Robbie Anderson's on my on my number eight spot. That was surprising. Um and I'm gonna explain the reason why he's uh, top three in receptions, top five in yards, top ten in yards per game. He only has one touchdown, but pretty much if you look at how Carolina was using him, he's the guy they they rely on getting down the field. And then usually they run the ball in, and you know, with Christian McCaffrey, even though when he was out, basically, um, what's dude name? Mike Davis. Mike Davis has been balling, but there's a receiver that they, uh, uh, Curtis Samuel Curtis they Samuel. use in the backfield as well sometimes. Um, but Robbie Anderson, he, he's been the most consistent at at the wide receiver position in in a while for Carolina. Hey, uh, don't disrespect DJ Moore. 
what, was good last year, and he's doing good this year too. They're both DJ, top ten. But DJ, well, that's true. In yards. Yeah, that's true. Uh, not not to disrespect DJ more because he is a baller. I think he's going to be end up being being nice for Carolina, but yeah. the talent that. It's just I feel like Robbie Anderson is a step above DJ Moore. DJ Moore is still young, so you know, and Robbie Anderson, he's he's a nice receiver. It's just he, he, I just don't. I think this is his first year to actually prove that, just because he was with the he's Jets early Jets. in his career. So we all know how dysfunctional they've been the last decade. This man ain't never had a quarterback, <laughs> right? So um, it was happy to see. I was happy to see him jump ship and you know play with Teddy Bridgewater. He's at my number eight spot. Um, number nine, Mike Evans, top five in, in touchdowns, seven touchdowns. Um, over 400 yards receiving. Uh, he's played through some injuries, but he's still a reliable target in the, in the red zone. So, um, yeah, he doesn't have he doesn't have as much receiving yards as I thought he would this season. I don't think he's going to end up like you said with a thousand yards just because they add an AB. Um, they still they do have reliable options at the receiving position anyway. Yeah. And you know with Gronk and you know they're tight end so. Um, There's a lot of looks. Too many, not enough balls to go around. Right, yeah, but he's. I think he's still gonna get a, get his fair share in the end zone. Yeah, like he's a valuable piece. Right, yeah. Like you lose Mike Evans, you lose like a kind of like a part of your identity. Right. So definitely valuable. Um, Adam Thielen's my number ten spot. He's top five in in receiving touchdowns as well with seven touchdowns over over four hundred yards receiving. I just think he deserves some praise just because you know with Stephon Diggs leaving Minnesota. And him still being, you know, consistent and, you know, taking Justin Jefferson under his wing and, you know, Justin Jefferson's balling. So I just feel like, you know, Adam Thielen deserves some praise. Put him on that top 10 list. Put him in at the 10 spot. Makes sense. It's not a bad list. Yeah. I think it, the only one that really surprised me was Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Mike Evans. That's because of what's going on. But uh-huh. other than that, I'm not. Like you and me have basically everybody that's on my list is on your list. It's yeah. A little flip-flop here yeah. and there. Uh-huh. My bad. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. yeah, you can go ahead and go into your list and do, you know, do your thing, bro. So number one, I got Michael Thomas. My, that's self-explanatory. Yeah. You don't really need to. Yeah, you, there's this, this, you say Michael Thomas is everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody just shake their head. Yeah, because there's no argument. I don't. Nah, I mean, not at all. Yeah, no. So DeAndre Hopkins, kind of like you said, mm-hmm. too consistent to not be in the top, at least top five. Right. But I think what he's been able to do over his whole career with, no quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like now he actually has a viable quarterback throwing right, the ball. Yeah. I think it's just too – it's inarguable as well. Like he has to be in at least the top five. Got to. But I got him as number two. I just think what he does is too impressive. Julio Jones I keep at number three mm-hmm. um, strictly because of the kind of talent he is. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily what he – because I've always harped on Julio. I've never thought he was the best receiver in the league. Right, but he's always been top three. Yeah, he's just kind of – you know, he was DK Metcalf for DK Metcalf was basically, here. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's, you know, he's um. But it, I, I like how you kind of took like more stats and like team record into uh-huh. account. I kind of just did overall talent. Just I test what uh-huh. I look at, what I see when I watch him play, and mm-hmm. I think Julio Jones is too. You know, as much as I do harp on him, I think it's it's it. He's too good to not put him right above yeah. in, that, in that top three to five range. Yep, Stephon Diggs. Um, Stephon Diggs is kind of hard because I put him at number four, and that's high praise for Stephon Diggs. Uh-huh. But I just think like he is since entering the league. I mean, he 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 only broke out about three years ago, and he's been in the league about five. Mm-hmm. But I think he's even when he first entered the league, he's really consistent. Yeah, one of the best route runners in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, undeniably. And for someone his size, you know, he's not the biggest dude out there. Right, he's only like what six foot maybe. Yeah, you know. 190 pounds, and he's yeah. one of the best contested jump ball catchers in the mm-hmm. league. Like, that's crazy. Like, and that's not just like literally, he's just, he's always coming down with contested catches. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's one of the smaller dudes out there. <clears throat> Devontae Adams, I have a five. Mm-hmm. He's, I, He's not that fast. He's not, the, but he's just always open. It's, it's yeah, weird it, watching him it's play. His route running, and it's like his cuts ain't the cleanest or anything he like just that. Gets, it's just I don't know what it is. Open, bro. They bro. can't guard him. It's, he's he's open, open every play. He, I feel like he's open every play. But Aaron Rodgers is like, I can't throw him the ball every forty times a game. Yeah, you just can't. That just you can't do that. Just so the defense gonna pick him off and all that. Yeah, like he's never not open. And and even when he's not getting a thousand yards like last year or a couple years before that, he's always in the end zone. Right. Double digit touchdowns I think every year over the last four years. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And he had one he had like he had like fourteen touchdowns one year with Jordy Nelson still on the field. Damn. 
997 yards. So he's yeah. just yeah, he's he's good. Mm-hmm. I put DK Metcalf at six. I think he has potential to be top three. Right. Um, I think going into next season, uh, the conversation might be switched a little bit for me. He mm-hmm. might probably be entering that, mm-hmm. seeing what happens towards the end of the year. But I just I don't want to be that guy. Right. Not saying that it's anything wrong with putting him one because uh-huh. of what he's doing, but I don't want to be that guy. I was like, oh, he's this is his first year where he's breaking out. He's the best receiver in the league. Mm-hmm. But he has potential to be. Right. And he has potential to be probably a Hall of Famer, too. Yeah. I think he he he, he really has Hall of Fame potential already. A, yeah. it's just, he's just, you just can't teach what he possesses. Nah. And then Tyreek Hill, number seven. I had him at number eight yesterday, and mm-hmm. I had Keenan Allen at number seven, but I flipped him just because Tyreek Hill's speed is too game-changing. Yeah, I he's think just so he, explosive. And bro. I've also liked how he's progressed over the years. Yeah. He went coming from like a gimmicky. From just a deep threat to being now you know, he can, somebody Now he can actually run field. routes. Yeah. He's a reliable catcher mm-hmm. in the end zone for somebody. Hit, I mean, uh, he's in the end zone from like 50 yards away. So oh, it's not like he's, he's a red just, zone threat. Yeah. But he's, he's just but he gets an end zone. He has a knack for just making plays. Uh-huh. And I think what he brings to the Chiefs is like everybody's been trying to find a Tyreek Hill. Yeah, everybody's looking for that speedster. You know, that's why the Panthers got Curtis Samuel. That's yep. why the Ravens drafted Marquise Brown. Yeah, they're just trying to find a bit, but nobody's yep. really been able to record yep. or replicate what he mm-hmm. what he brings, brings to the Chiefs. Keenan Allen at eight, um, more so based on injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not always on the field when he is healthy, though. He's one of the best route runners in the game. Short hands. Mm-hmm. I just like his game. I think after the catch, he's underrated too. He's not the fastest guy in the world, yeah. but he just knows how to wiggle around and just get there. I think a lot of my a lot of my receivers are based on skill mm-hmm. rather than stats and production. Right. Uh-huh. Saying that's why I have Amari Cooper at nine. I think he's probably also inarguably a top five route runner in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, not the most consistent. You know, he has he struggles with drop balls a lot. Right. But I think when he gets his hands on the ball after the catch, he's you know there's not a lot of people who can do what he can do. Not a lot of people can get open like him. And I he and with a bad he's I think he's top ten in receiving yards this year, and that's without Dak now. Mm-hmm. So he's still producing mm-hmm. with two other good receivers on the team. So right, yeah. I, I think that needs to, you know, a little bit of recognition for that. And then Allen Robinson at ten, I think he kind of gets not disrespected but overlooked because he is in Chicago and they're not like the most widely renowned offensive team in the league. Right. But I think what he's Oh, he's kind of like a DeAndre Hawkins. What he's been able to do over his career with no quarterback. Yeah, he's like, he's been pretty consistent. Like if you can get fourteen hundred yards numbers. with Blake Bortles. Yeah, <laughs> come on, bro. Yeah, and you, like eleven hundred right, last bro. year with Mitchell Trubisky. Right. Yeah, you're doing something right. And then this year he has Nick, Mitchell Trubisky and a little bit of Nick Foles, mm-hmm. and he's still putting up top ten yards mm-hmm. and numbers and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah, he's too. I think he's just too consistent. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is like when I said let's make the list, I didn't think about Allen Robinson. Then I was like, I didn't think about him till this morning. I was like, damn, I left him off the list. But then I'm like, he's on the Bears. They aren't really, you know. And it's like, I feel like he can't. He can potentially be on my list if if he actually had a quarterback. Like, because I'm taking this year into consideration on you know team record. Just because the list is so hard to to do, like I kind of had to like force myself to put in different requirements to get on the list. So yeah, that makes sense though. Yes, yeah. it is. A lot of the top ten lists in the league are kind of hard, especially like running backs too. A lot of lists are just hard to do, man. It's just because it's so controversial. And there's a lot of people that are so close to each other. It's like right, like yeah. everybody could be tied for like number six. Right, yeah. really. Like, is there really like is he really the tenth best receiver or is he just the tenth sixth best receiver? Right, like, yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I I mean, I like your list a lot too. Like uh, Keenan Allen, he I feel like he's like the most underrated receiver in, in the league. league. Yeah, just because. You know, Probably the up chart. there with people like Allen Robinson. And stuff yeah, like that. because and they just haven't been in winning situations. You know, we I mean, in the last four years, we made the playoffs once. Uh, <laughs> and I, well, we went to the AFC Championship. We played, um, you know, uh, Patriots. Patriots, and we ended up losing. <laughs> and I don't even think he played that game. I think he might have been hurt that season. He might. That might have been the season he last rated his kidney. I don't know. May I, I think he pl- did he play? I don't know, but still, point he, is, yeah. he's still underrated. Uh, I just feel like, you know, and being injury prone, obviously, I'm, doesn't help. Yeah, that doesn't help either. I'm I'm excited <laughs> to see what he's gonna do though, because you know, with uh, Justin Herbert coming in, having having a mobile QB. You know, it's crazy though. What's up? He's getting up there in age a little bit. I think he turns 29 next year. Keenan Allen. Yeah, but he's still like 
You're not showing any age. Though. No, but I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. once they start hitting that 29, 30, you're like, Ugh. That's when they start, oh. you know, <laughs> on a little bit of a decline. Same with Julio. Same but, with DeAndre. You know, hey, man, maybe this young young QB can, you know, keep a keep a young, um, you know, keep him young a little keep bit. Keep him fresh a little bit. Yeah. But I like him. I like his game a lot. Yeah. Like, when I play football, I, I watch a lot of Kenny Allen because mm-hmm. he just knows how to get over. Yeah, Kenny Allen is dope. Um, I was going to say something else. I think that's it. Yeah, I think Robbie Anderson might be like in my top fifteen. Top fifteen, number fifteen. Yeah, right, right. right I just Anderson. don't. I just don't believe in him too much to be like that true number one. Uh huh. So I I don't know. I just haven't. I don't really know what. Like I don't really know what he does better than the other dudes in my list. Mm-hmm. Other than just being fast, there right. some of them. He's but fast. he's not a trash receiver. He's I just like. I just guy. think like him. You know, with um, you know, I'm terrible at names. Uh. With McCaffrey going down, mm-hmm. and him, you know, being being that he him him stepping up and, and becoming that number one receiver, you know, because yeah. because basically Christian Christian McCaffrey was their number one receiving threat, <laughs> even though he's a running back, uh, just because of how good he is receiving, uh, you know, run after catch and all of that stuff. So and he can actually run routes. Yeah, it, you he's know, not just it, a res- like just you can you can line him up and in the slot and him him produce. So seeing seeing him, you know, keep. Keep seeing Ro- uh, Robbie Anderson keep Carolina afloat a little bit, um, you know, and not just you know throw the whole season away. Basically, give them an actual chance to at least you know they can they, they can get try. a wild card spot. Yeah. you know they'll. I still think they'll finish third in their in their division, but you know as long as they ain't you know going Owen forever, I'm, it's just dope seeing seeing Robbie Anderson step up. And he's on the team, and he's it's not the Jets, right? Like even yeah. though they're losing, they're probably not like volatile and dysfunctional, and- right? Good for Robbie. Yeah, good for Robbie. You want to talk about uh, Tom Brady getting his ass beat? Uh, <laughs> I love that shit. That shit was. I was having a let blast. Me, let me pull up the stats real quick. You ain't even got to do that. I I just want to <laughs> look. I just want to look at it again. Tom Brady got his ass whooped. Um, and yes, I'm man. A, a lot of it too. I think a lot of it was coaching. Man, it's just you can't run the ball four times the whole game and expect to win. Like. You just letting the D line pin their ears back. You letting the DBs get comfortable playing in their zones and playing man coverage. They just basically it's just like it's terrible, man. Thirty eight to three. I mean, hey, they got three good receivers. They're probably like, let's just air the bitch out. But it's and like then it wasn't working. It and I understand. And I understand sucks. them trying to get back and getting get the pass game going because they did go down early. They went fourteen. They went down fourteen points in the first quarter. But it's still like it's the first quarter. You know what I mean? It's still early in the game. Some people just panic. Yeah, right. And I think that was that was the case here. And maybe they don't believe in a run game, like. But they've been running the ball effectively all season, though. Effectively or decently? I think effectively. Uh, let me see, bro. Ronald Jones, what are you doing on the season? Okay. Over five hundred yards, man. Four touchdowns. Right, so it's they. It's not like the run game is an issue. And look at the running backs they got: Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, Lashawn McCoy. Lashawn McCoy don't even play. He he don't. He, he don't I mean, no I've seen I've seen him get in a couple times, but he really do much. He's. I just I didn't uh, think that was a. He's washed. I don't, I, don't, I didn't think that was worth signing. I think they, he. They probably uh, he probably just signed with them to because to contend. Right. Finally. I mean, you know, he 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 signed with Kansas City last year, got a Super Bowl ring. He might have thought, oh, you know, he did hey, win a Super Bowl last year. Good for LeSean. Yeah, he might have been like, you know, hey, this team look like they could win a Super Bowl. Let he me try to sign. Yeah, he just, you know, why not? At this point, he he put in the work already. He yeah, he, he balled out throughout his career. Running backs of this right. generation. So it's like, you know, I I ain't mad at it. I you know. And I think he's been to another Super Bowl. No, I don't think he was there. Nah, I don't I don't think he's been to another. Super he wasn't Bowl. not with not in the most recent Eagles one, but the. Uh, that early Eagles won against the Patriots, but I don't think he was on the team. I don't think so. I think that was early. I think that, or if he was, he might have been like a rookie or something like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah I just uh, think Tom they. Brady yeah, he dropped back. How many times he passed the ball? God damn it! You can't pass, bro. Bro, oh, he can't throw the ball thirty-eight times, man. His arm gonna fall off. Three interceptions. He got sacked three times. And that one interception, like, I don't even know if he got hit as he threw, but he just threw it to a defender. He broke, I think he was just trying to make a play. Trying to make a play. He I getting love hit. So He's much. getting hurried. Lino. What's up? Watching him just look so flustered, I was like, oh, my Bro God. Bro looked like Aaron Donald out there seeing ghosts. <laughs> like, like, oh, my I God. I mean, uh, Sam Darnold. 
he looked like Seb Dart out there. See, bro was over there. He was feeling pressure. It wasn't even there. He was over there like, oh, shit. Bro, like ducking in, moving up in the pocket for no reason. I'm like, bro, yeah. you had a clean pocket. What are you doing? Uh, he's been. He got hit. How many times did he get? He got hit nine times. He bro, sacked sack seven, sack or no, no, three times. Three times, but but damn. he getting. I mean, Pat, he was getting hit all he game. Getting hit and what's all crazy is game. one dude sacked him. Trey Hendrickson mm-hmm. sacked him, but got called for roughing a passer. The very next play, sacked him again. <laughs> He was like, all right, fuck it. I'll just get it this time. I'll get it one more time. <laughs> and it was the same exact way. It didn't look no different. It's it looked terrible. like just a replay yeah, of it. It's, it's bad over there, man. Uh, but it just looks like, you know. But I'm saying, like, if you're that good of a team, you can't do that. You can't get Like, you remember how you, what you say? Like, the Bills got blown out by who? Yeah, you can't, you can't do this. You can't do this at all. This is not. You, this it, isn't. This is, yeah. on, this is on coaching, pretty much, in my opinion, just because you. I'm not going to be that guy because I said, like, I didn't overreact for the Bills. So I'm not going to super overreact for the Buccaneers. But that is two things to keep. Like, those two teams kind of got to keep noted. Like, if they can get beat like that, who's to say they can't get beat like right. that? Right. And, and the thing is, is you got to look at who Tampa Bay just lost to. It looks like the Saints got their number, basically. It's just like in the first week, pretty much, it could have went either way. You know, Tom Brady threw two interceptions against them. Uh, one was a miscommunication with Mike Evans, and then the other one was just a dumb flat route. He didn't, he wasn't supposed to throw. But it's like, yeah, Tom Brady he, got five picks against the five Saints. Five picks against the Saints. They they got his number, bro. That's what it looked like to me. And I'm scared I, of. I wonder what Sean Payton. Sean Payton be cooking on that sideline though. You know what's crazy? Did, I wonder what his record against Tom Brady throughout the whole career, like. Coaching against him because pretty much he might just have his number, bro. He might just know exactly what he's looking for and knows what to knows what to look like, knows how to stop it. That's wild, bro. That's something to think about. I didn't. I was gonna look that up. I might as well just look like look up Drew Brees versus Tom Brady record because pretty much uh, Brees is three and two. Oh, that was in September. Now basically four and two. NFL comparisons. That's a hard thing. I don't know why it's not coming up. Yeah, I don't know. Drew Brees or Tom Brady record. This was in September 11th, 2020. Right, and it said three and two. When did they play the first time? Schedule. That was before the season started. Right. So, so now, now he's five. So now two. he's five and two against them. So they played seven times. So that's weird that they only played seven times. They've both been in the league for years. Right, but they're in different Obviously, conferences, so it's, they're they not don't play playing. that often. Right, they're not playing against each other as often. So and they've know. never played against each other in the Super Bowl. Right. So yeah, Drew Brees five and two. Yeah, bro. And that's every year with Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton got his number, bro. Sean Payton just—it's so underrated. Not even underrated, but he's just. He's a good coach, man. And like him and when they when Drew Brees comes out of the game, Drew Brees and Sean Payton both sit there and call plays. They both call they the plays. They will sit there next to each other and look over <laughs> like when Taysom Hill's in the game, they'll be like, So uh-huh. call this, call like I'm like, bro, what yeah, the they, hell? they just letting Taysom Drew Brees Hill gonna be go a coach there and do this thing. Yeah. I mean it's, it's I actually kinda like what they got going on over there. That Taysom Hill because it keeps Drew Brees fresh. Right, yeah. You can you can you know you He get, gets to come and throw the ball twenty five times a game. Right, and you know, Get him off the field. They don't even throw take the ball to Taysom They just use him as a running. Yeah, we do wildcat, wildcat <laughs> offense basically all the time, bro. It's just wildcat. And it works. Man, it's working. It's working. No, but other teams can't do like a Ben Roethlisberger. Like the Steelers can't do that. Mm-mm. Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-mm. They should. They should try. <laughs> Put Juju back there or something. Because, Lord. Ben yeah, Roethlisberger's big arm ben, Big Ben arm going to be. That shit, is, oh that shit hurts every day. That's the only thing. That I, I don't believe like it. I don't. I can't trust the Steelers. Yeah, because of we don't know how. And he's long. injury prone now. Like he just got hurt last game, which was not like one of his, like those injuries where it's like. Then he just got COVID, so it's like <laughs> <laughs> it got, got Mason Rudolph on the uh, at the uh, quarterback, and game. he stinks. He oh my god, he's so he's so bad. I just hope he don't get hit with his own damn helmet again. Yeah, how you let someone get you with your own <laughs> helmet? <laughs> he took That's it off still, of you too. He took it, off, but the thing he tried to take. He tried to take Miles Garrett's helmet off first. That's the funny thing. It's because he's like, basically, Miles Garrett was, all right, I'm going to show you how to do this. <laughs> you tried to, <laughs> you tried I, got to you. I got you. Bro. Let me show you how to do this. Yeah, nah, I don't believe in the, the future Steelers. references. Ain't no, but I feel like it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to fall off. Yeah, they, once it starts snowing they, in Pittsburgh and shit like they that. They're going to fall off the they rails, might, bro. Even if they go 16-0, and 0, 
Somebody gonna beat them. You know how hard it is to go like undefeated through the whole year. They're gonna lose to somebody. They, uh, yeah, it, I don't think they gotta I just, I just a game. Kansas City, I think just gonna have just they they're just gonna beat them. I think that's the only team right now. I think the AFC Championship is probably gonna be Kansas City and Buffalo. Uh, that I mean, I can see that happening. I just don't. I don't. I don't. I think the Steelers can beat Buffalo. No, because I don't think the Steelers are gonna be able to if, put up enough points. If if Big if, Ben, ben if, can't throw if the his, ball. yeah, if his arm is bro, looking like the way it looked takes last game, everything out of him to throw fifteen. Bro yards. couldn't throw it to the flash to save. It looks his like life. it hurts. Like if, it looks like it hurts when he throws for real. But this, what I'm saying, this might be a blessing in disguise, bro. Because it might be a situation where, um, you know, he sits out a game or two. Even then. And, you know, that, I mean, that he ain't got to throw the ball as much if he sits out a game or two and then, you know, say they do lose, okay, whatever, but they still can make playoffs and try to make a run. And if he's going to make plays like that, he just threw it in quadruple coverage. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, that was him just trying to make a play or whatnot. Come but. on. But, nah, I, I, don't, I don't, I just don't, I don't believe in his arm no more. Defense is really good though. He, I mean, hey, Peyton Manning got carried that one year. Mm-hmm. I think, and, and and the only thing with the Bills is them stopping the run. Their DBs play nice. They they DBs is nice, but stopping the run is an issue for for uh, Buffalo. And I think you know and James playoff football is when people run the ball. Right, and I think I think James Conner just might just, <laughs> just he, that might be the game that he just breaks out and uh, goes stupid crazy because they all line ain't terrible. So hey, but uh, I'm a Bills. I'll just stack the box. Yeah, but then because I believe in my DBs enough. Yeah, I'd rather let Ben Roethlisberger beat me in the run game. Yeah, that's true. That might be the the thing they do. But I believe in, and also, I don't know. They're just having a good year. I Mm -hmm. feel like it's the Bills' year to kind of show something. Yeah, I think yeah, like you know, Stephon Diggs is balling, so it's like you know, he's gonna be tough. I don't know who's coming out. I don't know. It's like one week we think because every good team has something wrong with them. Right. It's like like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I just don't know. Like, it's they're just six they, and three. Right. I think it's. I think Tampa they're underachieving Bay. for what they were supposed to be. Yeah. I think that's the Saints, true. same kind of same with Ben Lasbury. I think his arms got a little bit more left in the tank, but uh-huh. Drew Brees is. You never know how he's gonna play in cold weather. Mm-hmm. And they're they only one team gets a bye this year, in each conference, yeah. so they might not even get a home game. Right. <laughs> and then Seattle has, Seattle's playing just uh, you know they're, they're they have no defense. <laughs> It's eleven on zero. They got the Cowboys defense. Yeah, it's eleven on zero when their defense is on. Right, and then the Packers. It's It's like they have a good defense, but just like last year, they got into the playoffs and then they let Matt Breida run for a thousand yards. So yeah, and then you just, I just, they just don't have enough weapons for Aaron Rodgers, man. Yeah, but I feel like, but I feel like Aaron Rodgers could do that. He'll be okay with that if his defense gives him something. If you give Aaron Rodgers a chance, he's going to perform. That's true, but it's like if they, it would help. If it would definitely help. If they, I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers are tired of like just give me one chance. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Give me more than two receivers to throw to, bro. Hey, put Jordan Love third option. Give me a third option, bro. That's why they drafted Jordan Love. You know, be a tight end. (laughs) Remember when they said they were going to use him like Taysom Hill, and then they never did. Well, yeah, that was what I was uh, Brett Favre saying. Yeah, Maga Favre. <laughs> that was Brett Favre saying some dumb shit, uh, but <laughs> in his Wrangler, <laughs> right? Go go shoot some commercials, bro. But yeah, there's always something. Yeah, none of the NFC teams, and even the Chiefs, kind of their defense isn't as good as it was last year. Yeah, the Chiefs, but Patrick Mahomes, they just so damn explosive offense, and Andy Reid's a genius mind of offense. So yeah, the Chiefs might be looking to two peat. Yeah, they they might do it, man. They might do it. Um, before we end off the episode, you hear about um potentially. The Lakers making a trade for DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, I like it. I like that trade for both sides. I uh, mean, yeah, because I don't. The Spurs aren't going nowhere anyway. Might as well get rid of them. I like it. Get for, Danny Green back for the culture. Yeah, get get Dan. I think that might you know please rejuvenate. Take Danny Green. <laughs> that might no, re- I don't care what it does, but please but, take him. And then for Kyle Kuzma, I feel like he'll fit in with Greg Popovich just because he is so fundamental. They they will draw up plays for him, and that's where he excels most. He, you don't look at the Spurs and think of ISO players or people trying to make plays for themselves. Uh, it's just so boring basketball. So I think he'll. I think Kyle Kuzma would fit in just right with. And DeMar DeRozan was a third option. And he yeah, can't really shoot, but but he's still he's still a third he option. Create, he can still create his own shot. Right, right. And he's an athletic, not a terrible defender. Nah, when he wants to be, mm-hmm. he can defend. So that's a decent. It's it's a decent trade. It's, it's like Hopefully, good, it happens. That looks like a good trade for both sides, honestly. 
And I think I think if if that trade does happen, oh, that's a, that's a easy. That's a that's a ring. That's a right. It's a ring. I think so too. But what I was gonna say is, I think Kyle Kuzma will win uh, Most Improved Player. No, I think so. I <laughs> no. think so. I think he'll go over there and ball out, bro. Mm-hmm. I think I think so. How you win Most Improved Player? No. Well, I guess yeah, because he's last year he didn't do that good. He didn't he didn't do much this last season. So, nah, but I I think I think so. I think he. What if he get, doesn't? What if he I, sucks there too? Are, okay, are we ready then, to? Then it's a wrap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, then it's a wrap. I just and don't think he's that. I think he's just an average player. I think he is, but what where where he excels at is fundamental. He could be like an all star role player, maybe, like like an old Ray Allen was. Uh huh. Kind of. Well, not. I, I you know think, what I mean? I, like somebody who's good at one thing. We need you to just do one thing. And come I come off these off scroll off ball screens, catch and shoot. Right. And I think I think that's what Greg Pop would do for him. But I don't think I he'll think, ever be like a. Go to score. No, I don't think I mean? that. I think he'll just win most approved player. I think he'll go get eighteen points again. I mean, he'll be the only player on the team. Spurs <laughs> <laughs> have nobody. <laughs> Old as Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, he. It's a wrap for him too. But there was one thing I did want to talk about. What's that? About that little Cowboys thing. Oh yeah, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Because Nick Wright brought up the fact that because the Cowboys are sucking. They suck this year. They're probably gonna get a top five pick. Mm-hmm. I would hope. Like this is kind of like when Tony Romo went down. And we had, like, every quarterback. I was like, just please stop trying to win games. Just lose every game. Right. So I kind of want them to lose, obviously. But then Nick Wright was like, if you can get, like, a top five pick or, like, a top three pick even, Mm -hmm. if you can – he was like, draft the quarterback and then trade Dak for, like, two more first-round picks. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, I'm one of those dudes who's like, hey, draft picks are important. Mm -hmm. Build the team. Right. I love Dak. But when he said that, for some reason I was like, it kind I, of, I, I might not mind it, as it, a Cowboys fan. I like mean, to get to draft like Justin Fields to build, yeah, to build the team and then trade Dak for two more first, or even a first and a second to build the team and get that defense right. To build the team, I think that would be the logical thing to do. Do I think Jerry Jones would do that? No, I feel like Jerry Jones going he he go let that go for a bag of chips. Oh my god! And he or paying forty million, and it's not like I'm against paying Dak, but I am also like that defense does suck. Yeah, you, you, they. It's like, we have a couple good players. Demarcus Lawrence has been playing a little better than his stats say. Mm-hmm. We still have a good linebacker. Get rid of Jalen Smith. I'm tired. I'm, 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 I'm over him. Jim, he Jim sucks bad. Bro. He doesn't. He's nowhere ever good. Like he's oh, never man. making a play. You know, he leads the league in tackles, and all of them are just him chasing somebody down because he fucked up. Because <laughs> he missed the tackle. <laughs> he missed so the he assignment. So yeah, now you got to go chase somebody. But yeah, no, I, I don't know, bro. I, and yeah. I love Dak. I, I want to, you know. It's I, not. A, it's not a bad scenario. I think, especially to, to build the team around, because they're gonna, regardless of who's at that quarterback position, you got to get a defense out there. So, <laughs> yeah, they is got You got to try to make something work. Now, if they might, if they get a top three pick or something like that, even if might, they can get a top five pick, a couple quarterbacks may fall because the Giants ain't drafted well. But then, if even you, if, if say you do believe Dak is your franchise guy, you can trade that top three pick for you know more picks, right? More picks in the or, second, third round, and to build that defense, go get more defense. I mean, yeah, guys. either way, yeah. But you there, if y'all do get a top five pick, y'all can make moves. But I think you, to, I think you get more for Dak than you get for that top five pick. You're right. I think like somebody like who who would give two first round picks for? But but then also you got to think about somebody teams would try to try to lowball you just because of the injury too. Uh, I mean then, then at that case you just don't do it. Right. Yeah, whatever. They might try to lowball you. They might not. They might only want to give you a one first round. They might not try to give you much. Use that and trade it for the number one overall pick. Give him to the don't give him to the Jets. Never mind. Don't yeah, do don't that. do that, man. <laughs> don't don't do Dak like that. Oh, that was like. Hey, but we get the number one overall pick. We can get like both quarterbacks. We can get both of them, Trevor Lawrence and Justin <laughs> Fields. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have them both. Somebody, yeah, but not nah, an interesting situation. Yeah. I'm not. I'd be kind of like if they do end up trading Dak or he leaves up, it's got me. It'll be sad. But like, as long as we get something, right. Like as long as I'm like okay, yeah, y'all, well, y'all, y'all have an interesting. Because I don't think I can ever stop being a Cowboys fan. Like I have too much cowboy things in my room uh-huh. to just be like, I'm not root for them. <laughs> like I have to just because it's embedded in me. Uh-huh. But yeah, y'all, y'all have an interesting opportunity this offseason to try to try to make some something out of nothing just because of <laughs> y- y'all don't got a defense right now. So oh, offense is really isn't a problem. It's just 
Y'all Real able to put up points is just. I just want people to understand though, like how Dak Price, how like they say, like he's not that good, or like you know the media is like he's good, but he's not great. Like he's he's not like a Russell Wilson. He's not uh-huh. a Patrick. Mahomes. First of all, who is Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes? Nobody right. those, but them. Right. Those, those Thank are, you. you. Second know, of all, know. second of all, we went from averaging thirty-five points a game to like nine. Yeah. Without Dak. Yeah. I don't yep. care, dude. It wasn't his fault. We were losing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, every now and then he, you know, he'd have a couple, but that defense sucks. Right. Like, Dak is not entirely innocent for everything, but he's like, if he's, he's not, it's like 75. He ain't the problem. Hell no. <laughs> and you can <laughs> see that. Sure. You can he's see that now. He's not the problem. He's we not just played problem. our best game of the year. Yep. For no reason to. With Garrett Gilbert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but, Who is that, your fourth string quarterback? Basically? We just picked him up off the street. <laughs> bro's, bro. like, bro's like 29. Like, just, bro played in the AFL. Damn. A A F A. I don't know. Whatever. American yeah. Football Association. Something, yeah, something like that. Arena Football League. <laughs> <laughs> and and then we just picked him up off the street and was like, come and he didn't play that bad. Keep him as the backup. Yeah, bro. He's a nice backup. But nah, I don't know. Dak isn't the problem. So I don't I don't understand what people keep saying. Or like if somebody were to say he's the problem, I wouldn't. I'd be like, I can't entertain that because it's mm-hmm. just not true. Clearly. Yeah. Sucks to be a Cowboys fan though. Rip. <laughs> Sucks to be a Chargers fan right now. This too. ain't nothing new for you or me, though. Yeah, it's just like with the last couple of seasons for the Chargers. I think your like, future's a little we, brighter than Well, we no, have, I, we both have bright futures, actually. We have, like, our issue is, like, closing out games. Like, all of our games that we be losing is, like, we have a chance to win it. And I don't know why that is. You probably just need a coach. Well, I, yeah, I think we, we don't I think make Anthony Lynn half, is a better defensive coach than We just don't make second-half adjustments, and other teams are, make, are adjusting to what we do and able to come back and, you know, try to make, you know, they end up winning the game, actually. Because Anthony Lynn is one of those coaches. Like, you guys don't always have great records, but he's not a bad coach. Right. Like, I don't the first, think he's – First season, I think he's – not like no Jeff Fisher. Right. The first year we got him, I think we went 9-7. and seven. We started off slow, but we ended up making a push and trying to make And you guys have one of the best defenses in the league. Right. And, and he's a defensive coach. Yeah, he's, he's a defensive guy. I think, you know, he – I think he might end up getting, you know, fired. I don't I, – Probably I just because it's one of those, like, you can't – unless I really like just, him. It's just we have too much talent to be fourth. That's what in our I'm saying. Division. Like, is it, you got to look at the roster. It's not. You have what is much, the issue? Too much talent to maybe be maybe you guys need like a true, like good, good, good running back. Not to knock like Austin Eckler or J.K. Obviously, I think I think the the running back situation is just we've been playing too many. We're not giving y'all give like nine running backs eight carries. We this this like <laughs> and every week like we, when did y'all get Kalen Balaz? Like not, what the hell? Yeah, I think we signed him to our practice squad first, and then and it just woke up with fifteen carries. Like what the hell? Well, that's because <laughs> it's 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 weird, man. Because one week, you know, once Austin Eckler went down, I think you know they've been trying to like fill the void of Austin Eckler in the sense of hit like the receiving back and, you know, running the ball type situation. Mm-hmm. Um like if you look at the first two games, there was a nice, you know, combination with yeah, uh with Austin Eckler and Joshua Kelly. But it's like once he went Jack down been quiet. Well once he went he went down it's like he fumbled twice in two games in a row. Ooh, yeah, so uh, uh, so I feel like they kind of lost a little bit of confidence in him. Rookie woes. But um, it's like they haven't been given enough touches to any one running back. If they just sit Jake, like this is you know, of course I'm gonna be biased because if I they want gave JK, JK twenty carries, right, he'd I want, get at I, least I'd, ninety yards. I want, like you'd have to think he'd get a couple of like eight yard runs. Right. Yard, he, you know he, what I'm I mean, he leads the the team in, in rushing yards. My thing is like it's. They're not giving any one running back consistent yeah, if you give numbers. any running back. Like, we had Austin Eckler, Josh Kelly, uh, Tromaine Pope, uh, Justin, Jackson. Justin Jackson, and then Caleb Balazs. And then nobody's getting consistent numbers. Like, one week is J.K. getting a lot of I don't of even runs. know who Tromaine Pope is. He played for a couple teams. It sounds like it. So, uh, I mean, he's not bad, but it's just like you got to give somebody consistent numbers. Like, yeah. You just can't be. If you like, give any running back in the league at least twenty carries, he's not going to get you no less than eighty yards. But he it's can't. Like, it's if, physically impossible. Even if you split, you can't go one week giving somebody twenty carries and the next week giving them ten. Yeah, and then you know wanting him to bounce back. It's just like, and stop it's, putting nine running backs in the game. It's <laughs> take like two and, or three, and then and one give of them our both re- and then one of our receivers. I forget his name. Uh, Reed is his last name. I forget his first. J. name. J. R. Reed. I think it's J. R. Reed. Something like that. But we get 
It just have like he we put him at running back sometimes too. Okay, well it's never just, mind. Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. You might just need a running back. Yeah, I don't even think it's. I just think they need to give also, somebody that chance. And then also like not and this is also not to knock no, Joe Eckler or J.K. But like, are the running backs on your team like transcendent? Like, are they are they are they just floor raisers or are they ceiling raisers? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I think I think once we get Eckler back, we go because then it's a, a better dynamic. We get yeah, because you're able to go to a two man rotation again. I just feel like they've been trying to fill the void of Austin Eckler being gone because he was a receiving back and nobody else was pretty much a a receiving back. Hey, like I got you. Austin, Austin Eckler. So I feel like they've been trying to fill that, trying to figure out who can be that person, but. Austin Eckler is Austin Eckler. Joshua Kelly is Joshua Kelly. Justin Jackson is Justin Jackson. You can't ask somebody to be somebody else just because you, he's gone for six weeks. Like, we know Austin Eckler is a special talent in the backfield, but you can't ask somebody to go from being a true downhill runner to, hey, run this route into the flats, run this wheel route. I don't know how, Goat. <laughs> it's just my feet don't do that. And, and even if they do it, it's just you can't do it to – the effect of Austin Eckler because that's his true being. You can't be Christian McCaffrey if you're if you're Mike Davis. You're not. Oh hell no! You can't I mean, he be, filled the role well, but they but, used them how they, they were supposed to. They didn't as use a them true as down, Exactly. So you can't. You, yeah. It's just there's just different ways to look at it. Different ways to. They better approach. do what. Uh, they better do uh, the Saints then. Put Tyrod put Tyra Taylor out there. I mean that he went out there for a two point conversion, didn't get it, but nah. His uh, lung is okay now. Yeah, he he's straight now, but you know Justin Herbert balling. So Justin Herbert is crazy, going I don't even stupid crazy, bro. I'm excited for Charlie. Amari be like, I be talking to Amari. He be like, I tried to tell you. I'm like, nobody ever said he was gonna suck. Right. Yeah. I just didn't know he was gonna be good. It's just right there now. was question marks just because of the play calling. I didn't know he'd be Oregon. good immediately. Right. And nobody ex- like nobody expected it just because of how he got his starting role. Like. Oh, this motherfucker oh, punctured his lung. Right, uh, this, oh. <laughs> right, like the coin toss already happened, bro. Like, <laughs> good luck, Justin. Hey, Justin, he wasn't even ready to play. Warm, warm up. <laughs> he was over there with the headset in, like, bro, just chill it. Oh, I, I'm in. Oh, I'm in. All right, and then went out of board. I just, you got to be careful with that though, because you know that sophomore slump happens. It it does it I, uh, yeah it does it might it might happen he might be riding a super high because he might fuck around and win work at a year or something yeah mm-hmm. he's in I just and he's yeah. having a really good it's not just like right. a, oh he's, he's decent that's no he's thing. having a really good rookie season should be yeah. winning more games than yeah. they are right and that's the problem with Anthony and I, I I think I hope not I hope he don't get fired but I think or if he you know it's just, I think he need more court or maybe you guys need better a better OC yeah, I think that too because Shane Steichen is I think this is only his second year. Being our because you can OC. you can get a better OC because really like you know if Anthony Lynn's a defensive coach he's probably in defensive meetings more than he is in offensive meetings right so but if OC. you think about it too maybe they're looking at it as, uh, from the perspective of him being a former running back so he should have a, a better offensive mind Who, Anthony Lynn yeah hey just because I was a running back don't mean I <laughs> don't mean offense. that mean I know about offense <laughs> and I know how to stop it <laughs> I played receiver but right. if you ask me to be offensive coordinator can do it hell no. I'll be a receiver <laughs> coach I'll help you a little bit uh-huh. I ain't going I'm not going to I'm not no damn Kyle Shanahan no. yeah different it's just weird it's weird how like some people never played or like Kyle Shanahan probably played in like high school mm-hmm. and he's like one of the best offensive coaches uh-huh. in the league I mean where would you get that from just watching the game for so watching long watching the game being a student of it learning why certain situations were certain yeah, I don't think I was ever too much like of that. a student of a game uh-huh. I think I was just more a player right rather than like why does this uh-huh. I mean, hey, Coach Bear only taught me so much. I was brought up that way. My dad had me watching film when I was like 10 years old. And ago, I can't, so. we, my coaches sucked. So when we did watch film, <laughs> it wasn't like they were breaking it down very well. They were just telling y'all they what y'all was yelling doing at wrong. Us. Yeah, they were just like, look. And then, like, <laughs> Coach Kwame had crutches one time and just threw them and broke them. Broke his own crutches? Everybody wanted to laugh so bad. We were just like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, that was awkward. It was an awkward. Ah, that's hilarious, bro. Yeah, good times. All right, anything else you want to add, man? No. Appreciate everybody tuning in, man. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you, uh, you know, subscribe to whatever uh, DSP that you're listening on, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening to us on. Stitcher is another big one. Um, Stitcher. Stitcher. That's that's a big one, bro. We gonna. I'll talk about stuff. Watch on YouTube so you can see my dance move. Yeah, watch on YouTube, man. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Aaron Lino, or just look up the Basic Instinct podcast. We on there. We'll see y'all next week.